Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our city boasts having world-class chefs and restaurants. But don't be blinded by the bright lights and big names. What about those hidden gems with abuelas cooking family recipes in the kitchen and serving it with love? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, I get to chat with artist and writer Brent Holmes about the hidden food gems here in Vegas. We're going to tell you about a few spots you can explore by yourself or with your visitors this holiday season. It's Monday, November 21st, 2022. I'm Vogue Robinson, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. Brent Holmes in the building. What's up, Brent? Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Vogue. Thanks for having me on. Team CityCast is like, yeah, let's holler at Brent because we want to talk about food and we know that you know some things about food. So what's your favorite hidden gem in Las Vegas? Well, that's an unfair question, Vogue. There's no favorite hidden gem. That's like my children. I can't. <laughs> if I told you my favorite, the rest of them will get mad at me, Aww. right? Um I mean, okay, what's on my mind right now, I relatively recently got back from a trip to the Bay Area where they have really good Jewish delis. And my goodness, I'm so grateful for Weiss Deli out in Henderson, which does like the classic, classic deli cuisine, you know, uh, real fresh pickles, steamed brisket, sauerkraut, the Rubens, the smoked salmon, the whole nine yards, knishes by the gob. And it's something that, you know, on the West Coast, especially in Nevada, is certainly not the most appreciated Mm. culinary tradition. So I guess I'll start there with with Weiss's because I've been thinking about them a lot and about going down and getting some chopped liver and smoked salmon. Lovely. Okay. Now I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah, that is uh, that is the appropriate response, I believe. There's a another deli type, well, not deli spot, but a, it's like a Jewish spot that's off of Durango, I think. Are you talking about Bagel Cafe? Yes, of course. It's I love Bagel Cafe. <laughs> yes, I adore I adore Bagel Cafe. I think they're really, really exceptional. They're also way more packed and a little more expensive than Weiss. So I will take Weiss for five hundred. That's that's just a personal part of. You know, part of Hidden Gems is also that they're usually less lofty in a financial or a social level Yes, when we talk about restaurants that don't don't get the love that they maybe deserve. I was just going to say that's perfect segue because I was going to ask, like, what makes a place a hidden food gem? In my head, I think like, okay, it's in the cut. It's underrated slash overlooked. But what are some things you think? I mean, authenticity is is really up there. I know it, this city, okay, you can travel from coast to coast in the United States, and this city, Las Vegas, should be in the top five of every culinary list in this country. We have great coastal city cuisine. We have some amazing southern cuisine. But Las Vegas 
really plays the spread. So when I'm looking for something that's a little hidden, I'm looking for a little bit more authenticity because we have really great world-class chefs that can cook you up cuisine from almost anywhere in the world and they're working off strip. It's kind of their retirement plan or their their breakout mm. plan. And I love those guys, you know, more power to them. But in the same right, when I'm going for a hidden gem, I'm really going for the real deal. I want, you know, an abuela in the kitchen. Always. Or, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's just, those are just the rules. Or I want, you know, or I want to be standing in a parking lot at a tire shop or whatever and <laughs> being like, yeah, these are the these are the best tacos. You know what I mean? Just amazing. Um, so I think that's a big part of it. I think price is a big part of it. There's a lot of really great restaurants with really high budgets in this city too. And I have nothing whatsoever against fine dining, but this is also a city of families and this is a working class city. Mm. So... I like to see restaurants that feel in and of that idea, making cuisine that tastes and feels above that idea, right? We're exiting working class, we're exiting base bargain or easy food, and we're in this really authentic, really real place, and we're still keeping the prices really tight and, and easy for the working person to, to afford. What's another place like an example of that? If I were to go, and I, I wrote about these guys for Desert Companion magazine, actually. It's um, Burritos Guzios del El Canelo. And I'm, I know I'm, I'm totally ruining whatever Spanish pronunciation there is. Apology to all of my <laughs> native Spanish-speaking friends that are hearing this and going, God, what a butcher. These guys do fresh-pressed tortillas out of the parking lot of a Morisco's restaurant. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so they're partnered with the Morisco's restaurant. They're part of it. But all they're doing is, so Guzios is like this, this stewed meat that has a tradition in Spain, this like kind of between stew and a heavily sauce dish. Mm -hmm. And you can get several different types of preparations of that. And then they wrap that up in a fresh pressed tortilla and you know, two of those things will fill you up for the day. And I believe like they're about five to $6 a piece. And the flavor is just phenomenal. It's somewhere between your favorite auntie's soup on the holidays and like real deep cut Mexican stuff. And it's, it really just galled me. And they're, they're sitting in a food cart with a donkey on the side of the cart in a parking lot of a Marisco's place that costs like twice as much to eat. And not that the Marisco's place is, is not also worthy of a nod. They make a great fried fish. They make some terrific ceviche over there. Mm -hmm. But you know something's real. You know something's kind of special when you drive by and it's, you know, all guys in like the neon working jackets standing out front and there's a line. You know what I mean? And it's then always like maybe the line. I think the line is the telltale thing, even, even in a mall. <laughs> food yeah. court there's a yeah. place but but when it's like there are certain food trucks i've driven by that are in the parking lot of a gas station and i'm like i don't know what they serve there but the line the line because year round there's a line <laughs> yeah and if you see more than three people standing out there on a monday afternoon you're like oh that's probably worth at least trying mm -hmm. right it might not might not be my cup of tea but there's at least three human beings that are willing to wait for it. Yes, right. That's that's the judgment. You know, before there was Yelp, we just told each other about stuff. Yeah. And you were like, hey, <laughs> have you tried that place? No, where's it at? It's on X and Y. And you figure out how to get there and you make a plan.
Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked-about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, Edio, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. Our newsletter editor, so Scott Dickensheet, said, you know all about the food truck scene. So, like, what's the best tacos I can get at a gas station parking lot? The best tacos at a gas station parking lot. So, over in North Las Vegas, Birria Los Rojos is ridiculous. And and they they specialize in birria. They're working out of a food truck. They're usually found somewhere in North Las Vegas, usually like East Lake Mead, way, way out there. But that whole neighborhood, honestly, you can throw a rock and find a solid taco spot and uh, kind of what happened to Birria? What happened? Like during the pandemic, did we all just decide we wanted soup? And then Birria <laughs> came along and was like, well, it's a taco, but it's soup and kind of gave us both. So it's it's you get your regular hard shell taco. I feel like sometimes they're even like deep fried, I feel like. Uh, and you get, you know, your good, delicious meat inside of it. But then you also get this little cup of soup, like Mexican ajou magic. It is a Mexican ajou. But, you know, the great part about an ajou is that it it holds all the flavor of the dish that was used to prepare it. So it's like you're doubling down on this intensity of flavor. And I just love that. Um what else is killing the game right now? Can we can we talk about Chinatown just a little bit? Can we talk about Chinatown? Yeah, we could talk about Chinatown. <laughs> Cause like, okay, Vogue, here's the thing, man. I think when you go to Chinatowns around the country, you can find some stellar food, but Las Vegas has the most variety, kind of the most incredible vibe that and, and I know everything is self-contained in a strip mall so it doesn't feel like Chinatown like LA or San Francisco mm. right with the architecture and the big buildings but food wise you can't beat it and we're not exclusively Chinese cuisine it's it's uh, kind of a, a pan-Asian effect that we have going on. Absolutely. I was like, I don't, when I go to Chinatown, I don't even think I go to Chinese restaurants. <laughs> like I'm in Japanese. I'm in, like I'm in different spaces, Thai food. Like that's where I, where I go when I'm in Chinatown. So I'm always like, I should probably find a Chinese restaurant in Chinatown. Just be respectful. That's one of the interesting things about Chinatown too, is we've almost kind of lost the like, that's great Chinese food. And now it's like, this is great Japanese food. This is great Vietnamese food. I just love everything our Chinatown does. We've got we've got really amazing, really amazing cuisine going around. Yes. I, Pick a spot. Tell me about a spot. I know. I, it's so hard. I, I, so, you know, we've got the culinary issue of Desert Companion available in December. And I had the privilege of shooting the Street Eats feature. And I had the luck of 
having to follow some of the leads of fellow food critic Jason Harris. And he pointed me to Yen Viet Kitchen, which I know is not Chinese cuisine, but my goodness, is that not some incredible Vietnamese food with some really off the wall dishes. And again, it's got that classic, and I do not know what the Vietnamese term for grandma is, but it's got that classic abuela in the kitchen, mm-hmm. like where it's like the daughter's out front running the restaurant and mom's in the back and grandma's in the back and they're making the food and the dishes are absolutely stellar. Do we have a hidden gem soul food spot in Vegas? Who? Well, um, my favorite hidden gem soul food spot is Soul Food Young. Yes! Dude, <laughs> dude! The Bruce Leroy the Bruce in and of itself Leroy. is a fun. It's a miracle. Okay, I you mean, have to tell them what it is because this okay, is next Soul level. <laughs> Soul Fu Young is a Soul Food joint cum Chinese restaurant in the best Wu-Tang Clan Kung Fu movie remix sense of the word. It is Egg Fu Young with pork neck bone gravy. It is the Bruce Leroy, which I believe is two chicken wings and fried rice. Yes. It's got that blending of flavors. It is the weirdest mashup I've ever witnessed. But it's so the salt gorgeous. level is mad high. Like that's that's your salt for the week. I feel like if you oh, go oh, do oh, it. Oh yeah, you can't. You have you literally have to order one of the drinks with sugar in it just to like kind of like handle some of the salt that's going on there. You have to find a counterbalance. But my goodness, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's a little out of the way. Where is that? That's off of MLK. It's historic West Side still. Yeah, it's historic West Side still. It's a little outside of the the, the central part of the historic West Side. It is wonderful, wonderful food and a hilarious concept, and they do not take themselves seriously. And you're going to be satisfied on both ends. Yeah. You, you, you're thinking, if you're thinking, man, I want like some deep cut ribs, well, you got it. And you're like, if you're also thinking, man, I want some good Chinese food, well, you've got it. Right. What I love too is like, it's not just like aunties and abuelas in the back. It's like, it's uncles. <laughs> like, it is literally the uncle that will not let you touch the grill yo, at the cookout. It's, leave it, that alone. He's in the back. No. Yeah, he's like, no. No. Put the napkin. Yeah, I mean, you put back, did you put napkins in that bag? Ask her if she wants something to drink. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. And, and, uh, I, so that's, that's you know, that's that's the spot for me uh, in a lot of ways. There's a ton of good soul food. Yeah, I like that one though. That I feel like that's yeah. that's the one that actually like hits the spot. Weird combo, hella good, <laughs> and like feels- you would never think next to a, like a laundromat and a natural like get your incense place so it's such like a west coast mashup thing yes so what makes vegas an underrated food city what makes vegas an underrated food city everything again when chefs want to cut their teeth they get really good culinary training on the strip and then most people don't want to stay in those high stress environments forever so you have really well trained chefs that are now working in local restaurants or running local restaurants, which makes the city rife with incredible, incredible culinary minds and talents and execution. But also there's the simple fact that we have more different cultures of different populations than any other city in balanced out amounts. And that diversity fuels a lot of incredible flavor, a lot of incredible thinking around cooking. And we're a city of, of like, let's be honest, we're a city of excess. We're a city of leisure and pleasure. And that might center 
on Las Vegas Boulevard and really seem to be for the tourist, but it trickles out into the rest of the community. So we will not accept mediocre or poorly made food for long in this city. Right. We won't. There's a lot of places you go, you know, you go out to, to Akron, Ohio, and you can find some pretty mediocre stuff. And, uh, there's a reason for it. <laughs> they're just happy to have food, right? And there's plenty of places around the world that, that you can go and you go, oh, this is, they're like, this is the best restaurant here. And you go and you go, uh, you know, I was just up in Reno and Same. I love Reno. I love Reno, but they ain't got nothing on Vegas. Oh, it I'm hurts. sorry. It hurts sometimes. I'm like, you guys, you need some of our restaurants, but uh, they really do. They have like down home things happening but i don't think they have things that are pushing the envelope in the way that i think that vegas has and i think also something you said about how the daughter is up front and the grandma is in the back like i think when we have generations of families cooking and generationally like owned and passed down restaurants you're gonna get people who want to branch out or try a new recipe you're getting also just the impact of living in America. How does that impact, you know, what ingredients are sourced, what you want to try, how we get soulful young of all things. Yes. <laughs> so I think that, that yeah. that's also a part of like our our cultural DNA, <laughs> the cultural DNA of Vegas and, and what makes us wonderful. I think you're absolutely right, Vogue. And I think that part of what you said there one of the undertones of that is because we're a city of people that tend to migrate from other places, people want to taste home. And that'll fuel a lot of really compelling culinary traditions at the end of the day. When you ask me to come in as an expert on hidden gems when it comes to food, here's what I'll ask your audience is the next time you're hungry and you're driving around town and you're thinking, man, I need to get something to eat. Stop at the place you've never been before. Mm. Stop at the place that might even like be like a little like, oh, I don't know. Is this really for me? Like go in, order something you don't know. Order something off the menu that you've never had before and try it. And maybe you won't enjoy it. But, you know, one bad meal out of 100 is better than 100 McDonald's meals, right? Like, come on, guys, like, stop, stop going to the drive through, support a local business, eat somewhere that mom and pop actually put their life and their time and their family on the line for. So that's how you get to be an expert in hidden gems in Las Vegas is you actually go out of your way for that food. Brent Holmes, thank you so much for making time for CityCast Las Vegas today. Vogue, my pleasure. Uh, thank you, CityCast, for making time for Las Vegas every day. If you want to hear more food picks from Brent Holmes, be sure to check out the next issue of Desert Companion. Now let's get some Vegas news. What's going on, David? Well, folks, looks like Lake Mead is projected to drop another 30 feet over the next two years. That would put it just 120 feet above the Deadpool level. Oh. That, uh, of course, is the point at which Hoover Dam could release no more water downstream or produce any power. So, everybody, make sure you convert those lawns. And let's close with a bit of good news. According to new figures, the graduation rate for Nevada's class of 22 went up a bit, even though the students saw their high school career upended by the pandemic. It's a welcome uptick in a state routinely criticized for its educational underperformance. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. 
Leave us a voicemail at 702-514-0719 with your favorite underrated food spots. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk soon. Vogue, do we have space for one more shout out or no? Do it and we'll figure it out. Aroma Latin American Cochina in Henderson is a full Latin American, like American, Southern American cooking tour de force by a high quality world-class chef. Chef Stephen Kessler is, has put together an amazing menu. It's super authentic. It's also incredibly tasty and it's just really gorgeous, complex food. And I urge everyone to go down there and try it because it's a relatively new restaurant. He opened up towards the end of the pandemic and I just need that restaurant to stay open for the next 30 years so I can enjoy it for the rest of my life.